What's up guys and dolls? Welcome to The Good, The Bad and The Stupid. It's Wednesday, March the 24th. Hope you're well. If you've not been here before, it's Wing It Wednesday. It means it's I'm even more unprofessional than any other day of the week. I've not read any of these and I've not put them in any order. And I don't even know what they are. I've took them out. Well, I've not read them, but I do know what they are. But I forgot what they are. Let's say that. Anyway, um, also, I'm possibly going to be taking a week break next week. Uh, I'm not sure yet. I'll let you know on Friday if you give a shit, if you if you really care, or if you, <laughs> in any way, shape, or form, interested in that. Uh, I need a bit of a break to do some real work. Unfortunately, uh, I'd much rather be doing this. This isn't work to me. This is I just like to get paid for this, which is uh, no chance, no chance. Anyone's going to pay me for this? Anybody that's uh, <laughs> it's only the they say the cream rises to the top, where this cream is staying at the bottom. For some reason, I don't know why. Maybe something I said a lot. Um, anyway, let's get off with uh, the chef. This is funny as fuck. I'm sure I spoke about this the other day, but is that funny? I'm going to have to talk about it again. And that's the chef. I don't know. This is because it's in another newspaper. But there's a chef that's been jailed after sparking a major police operation when he told his boss that he'd been kidnapped because he wanted a duvet day at home. <laughs> is that just not the shittiest? Most ridiculous excuse you could ever come out with. Surely, I mean, the obviously, guys, obviously dumb as fuck. Gotta be. Because quite clearly, that's going to set off a chain reaction. You're going to tell your boss that you've been kidnapped. What's he going to do? Oh, okay then. I'll see you when you're, when you're not kidnapped. I'll see you when you've come out of kidnapped, <laughs> kidnapped, uh, your kidnapped situation. He sent a series of texts to his manager and a female friend saying he'd been bundled into a white BMW by three men. He claimed that he owed someone called Kenny 1500 quid and had been driven towards a cash point. And he said, he, but he said he escaped his captors and had hidden in a hedge for half an hour before walking to a hospital. <laughs> his friend, who had his, who he had warned of, warned off calling the police, took out a loan and gave him more than 1600 after hearing his family could be at risk from the kidnappers. All right, so uh, it already gave the cock and bull story that that's the reason he was off work. So that's why he's, his boss doesn't have to call the police. Well, the boss probably did call them, but the boss must have called the police. I should have fucking read this, shouldn't I? This is, what's hap this is what happens on Wingy Wednesday. Uh, anyway, has he been jailed? Is he in jail? Is he, uh, a police investigation involving 22 officers was in launch and two men were questioned before uh, he came clean. <laughs> He's got to have gone to prison for it, surely. No, we're not going to say. He's ordered to pay £1,750 compensation to his friend. He was sentenced to 16 months in prison. What a jerk. What a jerk. I'm going to get there in the end. That's what I told you. This is winging it. But he got 16 months in prison. What a fucking... That's... This is shit. How are you going to, are you going to uh, explain that to your prison cellmate who's done some real proper stuff? You're going to have to say, oh, I've done something really shit. I wanted to get a day off work. You don't tell people that. Unfortunately, the newspapers have got hold of that story because they, they always love a good fucking idiot story. And you, you're the one. You're top of the pops. So he's got 16 months to sit in prison and uh, think about what he's done wrong. And that is not going to work. Fucking hell. I'll tell you what, he must have run out of excuses by then because what happened to the good old, I feel a little bit ill. I feel a little bit ill, got a bit of a cold. You know, you got loads of excuses to go up to run out before you get to that one. I know you fucking start running out of like, you know, decent excuses, but 
Anyway, almost a third of us, third of people working at home, work in pyjamas in virtual meetings, a poll has found. A poll has found. But sure, uh, and what's he say? One in ten admit bothering to put trousers on while speaking remotely to colleagues. So only one in ten bothers to put the trousers on and most sit in their pyjamas. Most people are now are going to want to, want to be able to go to work when they go to work and put their pyjamas on. Imagine how productive you've been. That's the If you've been so productive while you've been at home, and they want you in. You've got to say, you've got to let me wear comfortable clothes. I want to wear my tracksuit or my fucking tracksuit bombs. I get it. Because it's true. On the day where you can wear whatever you like to work, you feel so much more comfortable. I used to love it on a Friday or on a day when they give you like the day when you could not wear a shirt and tie and all that stuff. Because I've done it. I've been there. Worked at the offices. And uh, you just feel so much more relaxed. but So much more yourself when you wear what you want. And you get more work done. You know, I don't feel myself at all when I'm having to sit on co- in uncomfortable clothes. Um, you know, you look smart, don't get me wrong. You look you look the part, but it's uncomfortable. Uncomfortable shoes. It's horrible, isn't it? Oh, you can't wait to get that shit off when you, when you get home. Nothing worse than having to even get on the bus as well. Get in the rain, getting blasted by the rain, sit at the bus stop. No, you want to wear what you want. But unfortunately... <laughs> Even even I'll say it's a tracksuit in an office just don't cut it. You're not looking, you know, sitting there with a the Burberry cap on, looking like a right chav sitting at your desk talking about fucking, you know, you know, talking about insurance or or banking banking, you know, talking about the bank business and all that kind of stuff. It don't it don't go together, does it? Anyway, these two uh, these two go together very well. A couple who uh, tried to syrup, uh, tried to <laughs> tried to syrup, tried to smuggle a load of gold and cash into uh, was it out of India, wasn't it? Tried to smuggle a load of uh, yeah Chennai International Airport. They were arrested and they had the the gold and the cash in bags underneath wigs on their head. They'd shaved their own heads, I think, and then they put these plastic bags on the top of their head. And then put the wigs on the top of the plastic bags. And they got caught. Of course, because you have to go through the metal detector, you fucking donuts. They were hitting gold. They had gold in their socks, up their rectums. Fuck you now. Packets of gold paste weighing 24 ounces. That was it in the, in the top of their heads. And it ended up being close to $383,000. Fucking hell. So they weren't, you know, they were going for it. <laughs> you know, I thought, that's ridiculous, isn't it? But at the same time... You gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta admire them trying. But I mean, surely the wigs just look like wigs. You must have been looking dodgy. You must have been looking like you were sweating. Up, to, like you was up to no good. Like I could imagine two of you both with like funny wigs on. You, you're drawing attention to yourself, of course. You should have. Uh, you would have been better just posting it and seeing if it got through. You'd have been better than walking through a fucking airport with a wig on. Just post it. So in loads and loads of different envelopes, to loads of different addresses if you had to, you'd have got through, half of it would have got through. And you wouldn't have been a laughing stock. But you still regardless, you're still not fucking any any uh you're still not as funny as the guy who, who kidnapped himself. You're getting close, but it wasn't as funny. Um This is funny as well, I like this one, and that is uh, that Two guys, well, the brew dog who went into the Dragon's Den, they was rejected for a plea of a hundred grand from the Dragon's Den in two thousand and eight. That hundred grand would be worth three hundred and sixty million today. I gotta fucking love when the Dragon's Den get one fucking the rug pulled from underneath them. 
because they're a bunch of fucking smarmy bastards on there anyway, aren't they? I mean, they're me maybe they're meant to be, but they're so fucking up their own asses and they're so, um, you know, condescending and just speak down to people like they're fucking something special just because you've got a load of money. Anybody could do that if you sat in the fucking Dragon's Den. If I had loads of money, I could pick loads of winners out of that Dragon's Den. I could do a sit and pick there and turn them down or whatever. But you could speak with them with a little bit of respect. But at the same time, it's called the Dragon's Den. So I'm missing the point. But they're arseholes for fucking... Uh, for arseholes sake, I think. And they've missed out on £360 million from 100000 So it shows you they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Is it fucking missing out on a potential £360 million from hundred grand? Please. I'd like to know how many they've lost. I know they've lost a load. And some of the, uh, the 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 ones that they've accepted, definitely. Um, anyway, this guy's doing all right. He found a gold nugget in Wales. Speaking on the gold, he's found a gold nugget in Wales, um, and it's worth twenty six thousand pound. So he's nice, nice one. He's got the biggest nugget on record, and is when they were uh, uh, gold. What's it called? Panhandling in Wales somewhere. They found it and it's been stored in the bank safe since. <laughs> and he's like fucking looking to sell it. it um, well, it was a, a while ago by the looks of it. Was it done in when they found it? They found it in uh, uh, 1979. And if they scrapped it in at the time, it would have only just taken £100. For saying that, money's that worthless now that it probably would add up to fucking just still £26,000. But if they'd have cashed it in at the time, scrap metal prices, 100 quid. Now, 25 grand. Nice one. I'd like a bit of treasure. Treasure, money for nothing. Working for money is the hardest thing going. Money for nothing, that's what we want. Or saying that, he probably panhandled the fucking shit out of that river or wherever it was to come up with it. You're lucky because a lot of people don't find shit. So, uh, good on him. Hopefully you can fucking go get yourself a nice metal detector and go looking for more. You've obviously got a little, uh, you know, you got a bit of a... Uh, a lucky, even though it's 1979, I say you might be on a lucky streak. He might have found a few other things in his time since, anyway. Right, last one I'm going to do. Where are we? Yeah, last one I'm going to do of the day. If I can find it. Here we go. Last one of the day. Eating between the sheets is the biggest bedroom bugbear between couples. I'm sure I might have done this one today. Are they fucking recycling the news, these newspapers, are they? Eating between the sheets is the biggest bedroom bugbear between couples. Scoffing snacks in bed. He's named as the worst habit by four in ten people. Definitely. That's fucking nothing worse than... Imagine, like, when you're pissed, eating food in the bed, and you wake up... The, <laughs> you wake up in the morning, you got, like, a slice of pizza stuck on the, on your back. Or something like that. Or, like, a curry. You'd have a, Some people have had curries when they have not eaten them in the bed. They've just fucking shat the bed after a dodgy curry. But still, if you've eaten a curry in the bed, it's all in the fucking bed and that. It's disgusting. I couldn't be fucking. I wouldn't be with somebody very long if they did that. Crumbs and cheese and all that kind of stuff. No, thank you. Imagine not all like you know. You're getting down and jiggy, getting jiggy with it, and like you spot something, some rotten, some rotten food is going a bit of mould on it, and like just appears from underneath the pillar. But the first thing you're gonna think when you you know this is a new partner. <laughs> It's, not, it's going to turn you right off. That's all I'm going to say on the matter. Right. And don't definitely don't get cocky and start eating on, off, off somebody's back 
you know, like um, you got these Japanese restaurants in these films and that, when they've got all the food, sushi and that, on the naked lady on the table. You know, you got, having that kind of situation while you're actually trying to have sex with the person on the table as well. I don't think that's... Uh, I don't think that's, um, what's it called? That's hygienic. Anyway, right, I'm going to leave it there and uh, hope you've enjoyed it and I'll do another one tomorrow. See you later. Bye.